Welcome to the Continental. We hope you enjoy your stay. Is this the dagger? Welcome to the Continental. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about one of the most epic basketball events of the 2019 and 2020 seasons. That is the NBA Finals. And of course, I couldn't talk about any of this without the special guests of the Continental. And boy, do we have an excellent panel today. Not only do we have three-time, that's three-time guest Rod, here to tell us how he feels after a crazy NBA playoffs, and now talking about the NBA Finals. We also go now have two-time guest Joe of Joe is the New Black. I hope you've catched his stuff on XXL. He's dropping some hot stuff. Check it out if you can. We've also got Mike Dizon of MDD Photography. If you need a photographer who can respect all your clean requirements, we got MDD Photography here for you. But if you want some hot takes about some basketball, we also got Mike Dizon here for you. And last but not least, we got the Peruver of Sights, who always knows how to get the good stuff, whether it's shoes, electronics. I think I should have him on, on a video game podcast next. Ah, these all guys all love video game podcasts. And he's also a new daddy as well. We've got Melvin. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for being guests of the Continental. It's great to have you. It's not only just amazing to see family again, but just to hear your opinions about this epic event that's the NBA Finals coming up. Thank you. Thank Thanks you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Are you, uh, I know it might not necessarily have been the finals we all thought of, but uh, what, are your, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, you excited for these NBA Finals? Anybody? Mike's excited. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Uh, you know, it's a little bit unprecedented. You know, forcing myself to watch non-Raptor teams uh, you know, play. <laughs> but, yeah, but in the end, yeah, you know, a part, part of me was thinking, you know, it'd be neat to have seen Lakers and Celtics. That's a, a classic matchup, you know, from way back when I was young. That was not too long ago. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. It is what it is, Lakers and Miami. So yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see who the better team is. Yeah, you know what? It's it's a great it's still a a great finals of skill, and uh, and there's some great stories. Uh, Jay, what do you think? Um, I think it's you know, obviously it was a little unexpected, but of the two, when it comes to Miami and Boston, I think Miami is a better uh, finals matchup. I will say. Yeah. Rod was joking earlier, but that was one of the hot takes that we actually got right. We can actually look back and, you know, we might have blown the time machine on the Western Conference prediction, but we were damn right about the Eastern. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Although, if uh, if if uh, my guy Jamal Murray had a couple more calls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe it could have been different. <laughs> I think, what was that game? I think that was uh, game two. Uh, game two. The, there's a couple of missed ones there, and I was just like, Ugh. Captain yeah, Canuck deserved it better. Yeah. yeah. When there's no excuse in this bubble where 
There's no fans. There's some noise pumped in, but the refs can hear every slap, every foul. Yeah. And there's still the same amount of refs and they're looking at the ball and you hear, you see a big slap and he's complaining. I don't know. There's no excuse. Yeah. It's, you know what? We got to just keep as a country, Canada, if you're listening to this, keep coming together, keep revving those conspiracy theories, not the other ones that are messing around with the health system. The other, the more important ones like basketball conspiracy theories, keep revving it up. Cause you know, the one thing, as you said, the bubble meant showed, there's a lot of interesting missed calls or different styles of refing like that heat Celtics series had way more fouls than the Raptors Celtics. And I'm like, how is that possible? But anyway, Rod, what do you think? You excited for this uh, matchup of surprisingly, uh, we'll get into it. Surprisingly close franchises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like that. I like the matchup. We got, you know, the big man versus the big man and the, the big, the big wing versus the big wing. So uh, I think it'll be good. Um, Rondo, I think he's found new life in the bubble. Um, I'm impressed by his play. So we'll see old, old man Rondo versus young man, uh, hero. <laughs> well, you know what? Rondo is not that, uh, if you want to do another comparison, old man Rondo, Rondo versus old man dragon, they're, they're, they're pretty close in age. And, uh, that is, and we'll get to that later, but that's an interesting duel too I want to see. I'm, I'm kind of curious what kind of tricks will come out of that, that, that matchup and, and who's going to piss each other off more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some Slovenian sass versus the uh, raging Rondo. I, I don't know. Yeah, all for Slovenia on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll let Melvin, uh, when he comes back, everybody, he's, uh, as mentioned, he does have a new uh, kid and uh, he went to look for, uh, make sure kid number one is doing well. So we'll get back to Melvin momentarily uh, and for his thoughts on the the upcoming matchup and what he uh, enjoys about it. But before we get into a little bit more detail, I want to just bring up some pretty cool history about these two franchises. And even though the Lakers are one of the original uh, franchises of the NBA and have been around for 70, you know, 73 years, it's actually, if you look at the last 30 years, it's actually been quite a lot closer than you think in terms of how these franchises are. So just a quick recap, the Miami Heat, are, uh, which was started in 1988, already have three titles uh, in the last 30 years, which is pretty kind of cool. The Lakers, if you start just from 1988, actually have six of their 16 titles in the last 32 years. Obviously, this will be kind of interesting given who's on whose side at this point in time of who's going to win, but that's pretty crazy. You know, the Miami Heat had a, the highest, uh, their highest win streak total during the regular season was 27 games, led by LeBron James. The, Laker, the LA Lakers have the highest win streak total of 33 games. It's kind of crazy to have two teams that have some of the, high, the highest uh, win streak totals ever. You got some notable Hall of Famers on each side. D. Wade, of course, is going to be a pending Hall of Famer. LBJ could be Hall of Famer. Will he put on a Heat uniform when he goes into spring? Uh, when he goes into Springfield, don't know. You got obviously Bosch, Alonzo Mourning, you know, and then uh, UD, uh, and obviously Tim Hardaway and Lakers. You don't even need to mention them. They're they're all synonymous with one names: Kobe, Shaq, Magic, Kareem, the logo, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Worthy, Wilt, Powell. Geez, you can just keep going. 
the coaches are incredible. Interesting that, you know, Pat Riley kind of intersects both franchises. You can see the imprint of both. And uh, they both have, well, Lakers kind of outstripped them and comes to MVPs. They have eight total. Um, and uh, the two owned by the two MVPs of the Miami Heat are actually with LeBron James, who is currently a Los, An- Los Angeles Laker. So these are pretty crazy franchises. And to be fair, these are not one new franchise versus one old franchise. This is two juggernauts going at each other toe to toe. Uh, with a lot on the line and with a lot of narrative on the line. And actually that starts, that brings me to my first panel question of the, of the evening for these two teams, who has the better narrative, who is going to have a bigger say, say that this title was considered more than just a, a bubble asterisk in a good way. Like what will, like, will this title change the narrative of one of these franchises even more? Um, let me, I'll start with Rod. What do you think? Who, who does this title mean more to? Could mean more to? I think, that's a good Ooh. question. Ooh. I would say it means more to the Lakers, actually more to LeBron, just in terms of his legacy. Um, you know, because he doesn't want to be the guy that, what, lost how many finals is now? He does lose this one. Is it five? Four or five? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's uh, a yeah. lot. San Antonio, yeah. Dallas, Golden State three times. Yeah, so that's that, that's five. That's five, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers, I guess they did put a lot into getting AD and LeBron on the team, so they, they have that investment to worry about. I think for Miami, this is just like found money for them, you know? Even though, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Well, something, uh, an interesting thought about Miami um, what we talked about at the end of the last pod, do you think this might entice or scare away a potential Giannis attraction? I think he, Giannis. Yeah. Giannis okay. to where? The Lakers? No, to the Heat. Because they were the other potential uh, free suitor that's been lo- uh, saving those contracts. And does he want to be another KD or... I don't know. I think Giannis uh, has the personality where it won't matter. It's just if he wants somewhere, he's confident enough to know that he's going to do his thing, you know? And he's unselfish enough Mm. to be like, if I choose this team, then I'll make it work. Yeah, he's definitely a different personality. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, you know what, Rod, you hit a big one. LBJ is such a looming factor on both sides of the of, of history here. And uh, whether the Heat or the, or the Lakers, Heat probably want to, if they, they don't say it, but they want to probably give a little to the, their old former comrade in arms, uh, even though it's really just Spo. But, uh, you know, and obviously this is, this is legacy building for number four, right? Uh, Mike, what do you think? Who do you think this championship has a bigger impact to, the Lakers or the Heat? Yeah, it's, um, it, it's hard to say because Lakers is, is a really popular franchise, right? And mm. especially now that you have LeBron, I mean, lots of pressure on him, as you just said, to, to win. And plus, he's, he's also carried, in a sense, you know, all the younger ones on that team, you know, seeing how poorly they did last year. And then look now, right? He's really proven himself. But then you have Miami, who, who is the underdog, and how we were last year. Everyone's kind of riding 
wrote off the Raptors from the beginning and mm. just kind of kept on edging. <clears throat> and then now knowing the stories of, I mean, I saw something on Instagram that um, Jimmy Buckets was, you know, homeless. And then now I look at him, he's, yeah. you know, uh, winning, he won the Eastern Conference title and on his way to the finals. So, so there's lots of, uh, it, it would be something for Miami to, or for this, this group um, of Miami to win it. And that, that'll be interesting. And yeah, if they do win it, then that, uh, that, that kills uh, LPJ's narrative. <laughs> the legacy. So that'll be... <laughs> you know what? It's, it's quite a balance. You know, I keep forgetting, like, Jimmy Bucket's story is incredible. And, yeah. you know, that should not be, like, taken away. That defines who he is and has been at every stop. And he's brought that fire to the heat. And this is going to be the first, I think, heat title that's going to look like this. Right, like the grind it out, bust you in the mouth style, the no nonsense style. Because the other wins were the Heatles and the the way the, the Wade and Shaq show. This is different. This is definitely different. Melvin, welcome back. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> hey, we all we all understand, and we can all appreciate. Uh, that's why we have these kind of podcasts, and that's why you are a guest here at the Continental. So you have a moment to express yourself. So please, please, let us know between the Heat, Miami Heat, and the Los Angeles Lakers, who do you think this championship is going to mean more to from a today perspective and also a future narrative perspective? Ooh, tough one. Um, every time I think of the Lakers, I think, you know, they're, they've got their leave the legacy, I think it is, a slogan now. Um, and, you know, everything that happened uh, this year with Kobe, um, I think kind of that's that's a big narrative right now for, for them trying to win. So I think, you know, this year at least, uh, the Lakers are kind of almost like destiny in that standpoint. Um, and when I think of the Heat, like they kind of just came together. They got some young pieces. So, you know, it's great that they've kind of gotten to the finals, but um, they still have a few years together potentially to kind of, you know, build some more, especially with Bam and Hero and all those guys. Um, so Definitely, I think Lakers on that standpoint is it, it means more. Yeah, everybody I forget. forgot Kobe was this year. <laughs> it seems like a lifetime ago. Oh, yeah, that was January. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. him and his daughter and the rest of those the people on the helicopter rest in peace, right? So, yeah, it was just in, in, in January. It feels like a lifetime 2020. ago. 2020. Yeah, 20, that's huh? right. Because LeBron wears that, the, the finger wrap too, right? The, the one that says the 24. Hey, who like if there's if there's any as you said, you know, uh, fate or destiny associated to it. Well, a pandemic bubble is <laughs> brings out the adversity in every every situation. And I gotta give them credit; they really pulled one uh, together. Considering they, you know, um, they lo- they lost Bradley at the beginning. They picked up J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters for better or for worse. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, uh, no, it's. Um, it's de- it's definitely uh, uh, Lakers have a crazy story to tell, and you know what? We keep forgetting they got no draft picks in the next five five years. So yeah, yeah. It, it, so LBJ must be keep himself in a frozen bubble because they're gonna need every ounce of it for the next little while. Jay, what do you think? Who does it mean most to? Yes. In terms of the franchise. Franchise I mean, narrative. I think if you just look at it, you'd think Miami because all of the guys on there haven't really won except for some of the older, like I think Haslam was the last Haslam. remaining veteran, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, how's um, but like you were saying, it, it would have to still be the Lakers with the most pressure because this team uh, was put together to win right now and for this purpose to bring home a championship. And and um, and LeBron, you handpicked this team, so you better believe if we're giving you that much control that this is better. Got to bring home the chip. And he's never had this much rest. Yeah. He's, you know, mm-hmm. so he's a not traveling. B he hadn't had last year. They didn't even make postseason. So. And there's no Olympics, there's no world, there's nothing. So four all he off. has to worry about is Space Jam 2. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see no cast at the end of this. Uh, <laughs> if something happens, quote unquote. Yeah. Man, see, this is why, Irvin, you need to be on here. This would have been a perfect time for you to, you know, do your thing. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? It, it, honestly, my personal opinion... I think this is the obvious narrative is it's huge for LBJ for the Lakers because they sacrifice so much uh, from a franchise perspective. But heck, every this is my only gripe with these two teams is that everybody goes to either Miami or Lakers. Everybody's like, oh, great destination, hot weather, hot women, great beaches, you know, like uh, great power, you know, no taxes. I'm like, both these franchises, <laughs> like, y'all got horseshoes up your whatever. No, no. But if I had to pick, though, I think this means this is it's huge for the Lakers because of everything that's happened this year, and it would be a nice capper. But I think legacy-wise, this is huge for Miami because they've stated they have this heat culture, but their championships have been run won by superstars. This would be, as Mike, you put it, like similar to your culture is helping you win this championship. Right, like you built this culture of hard, work your butt off, and now the results are showing. And picking well too, they didn't pick. They didn't have no. They don't have any lottery picks now. Like in terms of who they've ha- uh, who they picked. So this is gonna be pretty epic. It's gonna be good. But let's get to the basketball aspect. And I want to hear your basketball thoughts, since all of you all are better than me by a lot, uh, a lot of factor when it comes to basketball. So let's get some real basketball thinking here. All right. So just a quick reminder to our audience. We have some real juggernaut teams here in the NBA Finals. There's no fluky dookie teams here. Um, there's no all offense, no defense, or all defense and can't hit the side of a wall kind of basketball teams here. The the Miami Heat. Whoops, here it is. The Miami Heat were, during the NBA playoffs were seventh on defense from a defensive rating perspective and fourth on offense, whereas the Los Angeles Lakers were fifth in defense and second in overall offense. If you look at the top two teams, they're basically first rounders uh, for offense. One of them was Utah who was out in the first round and who scored like a bajillion points. So really you're looking at two top five in offense and top five defense playoff teams going head to head. So even though their seedings aren't even close, these guys are juggernaut teams. And I think it's gonna be a crazy, crazy battle. So with that being said, my next question for the, for the panel here is who will be the, ex, uh, the most surprising player of the playoffs in either team? So who will, let's, let's start off with who will be the X factor. I'll start with Jay. We'll go in reverse order. The X factor on the Lakers? On each team we're going to pick an X factor or the whole series? Uh, on the, uh, actually, you know what? Do both teams. We can do both teams. Um, I think on Miami, 
although he showed it the last game, it'd be uh, Duncan uh, Robinson, Michigan's own, um, because he hasn't been fully kind of comfortable enough, and he kind of had a breakout game in that last game going into the finals, which is a good sign for him. But he was, uh, I don't know, he was playing really well until the postseason for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the La- the Lakers, I'd have to say – I think it would still be Mr. Kuzma, whether he could take that next step. And actually, uh, he's trying to be more assertive, but I still see him uh, not being assertive enough in big moments. So I think those two are key guys. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a good one. Um, I definitely, like, Robinson is going to be very interesting because I don't know who's going to guard him on the Lakers, to be honest. I don't know who's going to chase him around. It'll be interesting because Danny Green's going to be dealing with Butler or something like that. So it'll be interesting to see who's going to be chasing around. Um, but yeah, what are your what are your thoughts about that, Melvin? Ooh, hex factors. So um, hot take here. <laughs> uh, Lakers, Dwight Howard. So I don't know. I think who's that? I'm going big. <laughs> I'm going big. Um, you know his defense. I, I think he did really well the last game at least with uh, blocks and everything. So um, I think them going big will, will definitely, you know, it's, it's a matchup versus them, their size versus the, the speed and the three-point shooting of, of the Heat. So if they can make them kind of play their game, then, um, you know, Lakers have a chance there. Uh, from the Heat side of things, that's a tough one. Um, I think whoever can guard LeBron – so between Jay Crowder, Igadala, uh, mm. one of those two, um, they have a lot of bodies to throw at LeBron. So who could kind of do the best job of, um, you know, maintaining him a little. That's some classic old school, like Eastern Conference matchups, well, Eastern and Finals matchups. I forgot Crowder tried to back in those Boston days, him and uh, yeah. El, like they were try- they were going at it, right? This would be interesting. Uh, your Dwight Howard one actually brings up a good point. I wonder what the, what they're gonna do. They're gonna try to put him on Bam, or they're gonna try to go to the perimeter with Kelly. Because if they go big, it's, that's actually really interesting. I have no clue. Yeah. That that that, that, that that's, that's good. What do you they what do you think? Big bodies between Javale and Anthony Davis and Howard. There's three three tall guys there. Yeah, it's, but they're not as fast as Bam, so that's why it's gonna be interesting to see how they're gonna play. Because because I would think almost AD has to deal with Bam. Uh, like his, but to your point, Bam's like Jokic. He's a passer too. So if he did that to he he bothered Jokic. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Mike, what do you think? You, uh, you have any similarities with Melvin, Melvin and Jay are saying? So, so X Factor as in like good or, or like who's going to Oh, be- like who do, you, who do you think will like could swing a game or two? Like you don't expect them to – um, score like 25 points a night, right? Like, it's, oh, okay. Who do you right. think's gonna change up the games? So I would say J.R. Smith. <laughs> Just kidding. Swish. <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I would say yeah, similar to Melvin for the Lakers, it would be Dwight Howard because he, he in the last series he bullied Jokic, man. Like he just, yeah, yeah he got into his head. He just, he just stopped him. And Jokic. Obviously, he was trying to uh, come back in the fourth in like in, in later in the games, but it was almost a little too late. So I think uh, Dwight Howard has an energy that, that really pumps up the, you know, the rest of the Lakers team. Um, 
on on Miami. Um, yeah, or, I mean, right now the big story is, is Hero, right? Um, <laughs> so, uh, he can be I, your hero, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's 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 crazy to see, you know, what what he can contribute or what he has been contributing, especially in the last series. Um, again, young guy uh, that is uh, you know, making his mark. So yeah, I think that's what he, he does. So those are some, you know what, that, that's actually three different sets of X factors right there, except for Dwight Howard again. That's, that just goes to show you this, these teams are actually probably deeper than everybody, all the talking heads on TV have talked about, because I think a lot of people have said the Lakers are like just a two man team. And it's like, what are you going to get? But that last series with the Nuggets showed a pretty interesting um, supporting cast from the Lakers. Everybody showed up a little bit, just enough. So it'd be kind of interesting. Rod. Who's yeah, the, yeah, who's no. tickling your X factor? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, for the uh, for the Lakers, I'd have to go with Ernie's son there, uh, Alex Caruso. <laughs> he showed a little bit. He showed a little bit in that uh, series against the Nuggets. Hit a timely three or two, and uh, he came up big with some defense as well. Um, so I think he's uh, poised to uh, you know do a little something against Dragic or whoever he's matched up against, maybe Hero. Um, you know, I think he'll he'll make a good showing. And then for the Heat, uh, I think you mentioned the bigs. Um, I think Kelly Kelly Linux going to have a Canadian. Oh, like, he didn't play at all against Boston early, but because Lakers are such a bigger team than uh, the Celtics were, he's going to have a usefulness, especially if he can uh, hit his uh, threes. You know, they can play that five out or at least four out and keep Bam and Bam in the middle and draw, you know, AD or Dwight away from the, from the, uh, the key. Yeah. yeah. Small. That's the, the, yeah. You know what? It's uh, another team Canada. That's what makes this rooting for which team I don't even know who to root for. Cause there's a little bit of every, either side that I kind of like, but uh, to uh, team Canada again, Kelly, the irony is Boston actually could have really used a Kelly Olenek game seven or in, in those, in that last series, they just like, they, they like, yeah, they just needed a slightly bigger body who could shoot. That would have been interesting if they could have pulled Bam away from the, but they were in a zone, but then he, if they were in a zone, they, he could have just kept shooting, you know, all day, not all day, all night. So, huh. Oh, well, I keep forgetting that he was on Boston, but yeah, he could be a pretty crazy X factor. Yeah, each team is going to bring a, a, a crazy, you know, plethora of ki uh, uh, kids to the, to the party. And I think that's what makes it an exciting series. You really don't know, right? It's not like previous series where it was goal back in the Golden State Cleveland days. It's not just about the top three. We're talking about full team compliments here. And I got to give it to the Lakers. I might have, you know, talked a lot of crap about them, you know, in the beginning of the season, but... They honestly actually, you know, showed up and um, they came together as a team, even though everybody was saying they couldn't score anything. So it will be interesting to see if they'll, the, their, their others are going to be able to step up, especially against a, a Miami Heat zone that's just going to be thrown at them left, right, and center. So, okay, next up. Now, we talked about the X factors. What about the stars? Okay, don't do – I just want you to pick one star, not, not one from each team, one star – who, who's going to, okay, just use the starting lineup as an example, who's going to 
make a, make a difference in this series. Like it doesn't have to be like, they, they don't have to be the, you know, superstar. It could just be anybody. Who do you think would, will sw uh, swing it? I'll start. Uh, let's start with Melvin this time. Um, Jimmy Butler, I'm going to say. Who's that? And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, if he could, if he could bring Mark Wahlberg to the games and you know, watch him and everything. <laughs> um, he, uh, he's like his, his defense, his, uh, involving the teammates, um, him taking over in the fourth quarter. I think like Miami as, as good of a team as they are like team wise, um, they still need kind of that closer like we did with Kawhi kind of thing. So um, him being able to kind of take over in the last, you know, few minutes of the game, if they're close, uh, will definitely uh, be needed. So definitely I think Jimmy Butler will be the, the, the star to look out for. You know what? He's been around so long. You keep forgetting that like, this is going to be his, that was his first conference finals and this will be his first NBA finals. And that guy, that dude is game time all the time. And uh, he's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see the pressure that he's going to put defensively and offensively. Mike, what do you think? Who's a, who's a, who's a star player that's going to make things interesting for this series? Uh, yeah, I hate to say it, but probably uh, Anthony Davis. Like, uh, you know, just, just you know, it's kind of crazy, right? Um <laughs> <laughs> just because whenever you think that he wouldn't, I don't know, he, he wouldn't get a shot, he does get a shot. It's, and and you, you see the drive, you know, in him and, and, uh, and you know that, 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 that he's hungry because it is, you know, it is his first, right? Yeah, um, he's been playing with the crappy Pelicans forever. <laughs> exactly. And having been handpicked by LeBron, you know, and now them, them being teammates and under his wing, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, but my second would be Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I do see him, you know, uh, being, being that guy. Yeah. You know, it's, he has a lot to prove. He's still young, but he's been touted. He's like LeBron, right? Like from the get go, he's been the number one guy, uh, from the number one pick all the way through New Orleans till now. That stuff's like in this day and age with media, that's pressure packed, right? And that there's no, I'm 99% sure that's probably part of the reason why he moved over to LA. So it's, 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 you know, it's, it, it's his game. Let's see what he can bring. Jay, what do you think? Who, what star is going to bring I it? It's, I think the only guy that's the, the main guy has got to be LeBron because, uh, AD can't have the ball in his hands from both sides, but LeBron's going to have the ball in his hands. Mr. Leading the League in assists. It's all going to be about him. And I just don't – he's got – is like the coach on the floor. So, really, he's going to be everything to the Lakers and everything to the series. Yeah. And, honestly, for that one, this is where – I am actually maybe leaning towards one side more than the other is because I think I can believe in Eric Spolstra to figure some shit out, but we'll talk about that later because that, that, that has some more, that's some, has some important factors to it. Also team Filipino, but whatever. Ron, is there any superstar that hasn't been talked about or any star from either team that you think 
will make a make a significant difference in this series. Uh, I gotta agree with Jay uh, and go with LeBron as well. Um, you know, I said during Game Four that LeBron looked washed, like his offense just wasn't there. Um, <laughs> he was missing everything, like which yeah. is kind of kind of a common occurrence now. But Game Five. In that fourth quarter, it was like old LeBron was back. Yeah, like he was hitting everything: threes, twos, drives, what, what, what have you. He was like hitting it, and like that's going to be key for this series because if old LeBron offensively is back, then Heat have no, they have no chance. Because um, up till now he's been playing the facilitator like pretty much the whole way. Like he hasn't yeah. been looking for his own, his own stuff. But if he if he decides to you know turn it on and he can make those buckets and. You know, not leave those free throws and threes at the line. Then, you know, I think it's going to be huge. Yeah, I got shades of uh, Detroit uh, watching that last game, that game five. I was like, uh, "What the heck? This is like way back, throwback." It was just like everything. Uh, but yeah, you know, no, it's you know what, LeBron is going to be that. That's that's obviously got to like be a huge choice. It's going to be LeBron or Jimmy, obviously. I know it's a loaded question. Um, I will throw in there, and I already mentioned him before, but I'm going to give a shout out to the uh, Slovenian badass, uh, the dragon, uh, Goran Dragic. Um, it, he's just been somebody I've been following obviously since the Phoenix days. And I remember way back when he torched the Spurs, even when he would, like came off the bench to close them out really nice. Uh, but that guy is just Threw, went back in a time machine and just smoked everybody in the playoffs, even though he was playing on the bench the whole season. And Rondo has been their Lakers X factor to hold down the guards. But you're like, he didn't like think about who he was dealing with. Like I, he hasn't had to deal with somebody like dragon yet. Right. He didn't have, he could, he was injured for Dave well, and CJ. Well, Jamal's different, right? He could still pull out all the old bags of tricks from a offense perspective. He was yeah. he averaged in a defense. He could he could pull out that thing called fouling him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and not get called. Yeah, yeah, he he has the 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 old man. He gets the old man treatment. But but Rondo had like he had like what he averaged eight assists in that series, which is like crazy. He was off the bench, right? And I'm like, like I'm not saying Dragon is like super defensive, but he's good, right? And he's gonna put a lot of pressure to just like. From a not from a shooting perspective, but from just like getting in his face, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of them tries to trip each other. Like I don't know, grab he's each other. He's got a leg. mean side. He's got a yeah. mean side for sure. Dragic yeah, so. is uh, he's a pit bull. It'll be good. It'll be it'll be good. And now that it's for all the marbles, I could see that guy like really just tripping somebody hard. So like he's gonna want to win it all. So but yeah, I think it's it's gonna be a crazy series. Even though like the teams aren't loaded with superstars, there are some really good stars here, and I think it's gonna be make for a you never know where it's gonna come from every night. So that's gonna make it crazy. All right, the next segment I'm gonna call I call it the fast five on five. I got five versus battle here, and I want to hear your quick hit opinion, and then we'll your quick hit. Don't think about it. Give me which side you fall on, and then we'll talk about it. All right. All right. Quickly. Rod, Spolstra or Vogel? Spolstra. <laughs> Jay, Bam or AD? AD. Melvin, Tyler, Tyler Hero versus the Laker bench. Tyler Hero. Mike, Dragon or Rondo? Because I already, I already answered that one. Dragon, yeah. And then for all of us, 
LBJ versus Butler. Say it out loud. Uh, LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> Butler. <laughs> Not who you're rooting for. Who's going to – Oh, yeah, well, I'm I, rooting for Jimmy. I, I, I'm going to go – yeah, I have to go with LeBron, too, with that one, right? Like, yeah. uh, but rooting, rooting we'll, we'll for talk, Jimmy Buckets. We'll yeah. talk about rooting after. All right, quick – let's quick discussion about it. Spo versus Vogel. Mike, Eric Spolstra, Team Philippines. Anyway, I'll just keep going. <laughs> yeah, you can, you, you, there's only so many, like, Asian people in the NBA. Come on. It's we we got to show. At least back-to-back -back years. Last year, you got Jeremy Lin. This year, you got some Spolstra. So, some good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Um, who do you – like, who do you uh, – who would you pick? Uh, Spo versus Vogel. What, do, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I would say Spolstra. More, more so because, because I still see Lakers as a – LeBron coaching team, <laughs> right? So LeBron's calling most of the shots. I, I didn't really, you know, uh, I, I hardly see uh, um, uh, Vogel like really be in the forefront. And as you know, like I, I watch uh, Practical Jokers, so I thought he was like Joe Gatto from, from there. Anyways. Uh, so, but uh, I mean, Spolstra, Spolstra being having gone to the finals himself with LeBron, right? Like that's, uh, that's going to say something about his, his methods of coaching. So I would say. He's really brought it. Uh, Rod, you answered so. Spo? Yeah. I mean, he's just shown to me that he's uh, like a really good coach. Um, he's taken what, two rookies and none in hero. And then like an undrafted guy in Robinson. And, you know, he's, Nursified them. He's brought them together and <laughs> and made them into a team. And then bringing Butler and I mean Butler last two stops he flamed out right. Uh, maybe yeah. like he he called out the rooks and Philly he couldn't play with Embiid uh, and Simmons but mm -hmm. here he's he's their leader and uh, you know I think Spo's a big part to do that uh, to you know bring them all together. Yeah, it's organizational leadership, right? Like Jimmy didn't have to call out anybody because the organization was calling him out and the, everybody else before he could even say anything. So it's it's, it's yeah. pretty good. Uh, Melvin, your choice, Spo Vogel. Spo, definitely Spo. Um, to Rod's point, the whole nursify thing. Uh, you know, Spo has that ability to diversify the defenses too, right? He's going yeah. between zone and man, and you know, just trying to figure out ways to. Uh, to disrupt them and that's what he'll have to do in this series so um you know he's been there before um he's been there with lebron like everyone said um and he he knows like when lebron i think the, the last series where he left the heat and went back to cleveland like he knows what happened there i think it was a zone that kind of uh affected him so um you know it's it's it was years ago he LeBron might have kind of, you know, adapted to that, but still, he, he knows those weaknesses. If, if anyone does, Spo does. Yeah. Uh, Jay? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, guaranteed Spolstra. It's just, he's, uh, he's the coach, whereas uh, LBJ is the coach on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, he's been there before, you know, more than once. Yeah. Experience is big. And yeah. uh, when you got kids uh, like Hero and Robinson and all these kids that are really young, uh, that experience and that knowledge is what, and the planning and coaching, that's what gets them through those things. And knowing when, knowing when to sit certain guys and knowing when uh, not to, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. The, the experience is going to be huge here, right? Like Fogel has been to the conference finals and Hey, I'm going to give him credit, right? Like we said in the last podcast, he did, he didn't, he, ha, he can make adjustments and they have bought into his, his, uh, like um, his, at least voice. Um, I got to go with Spo, right? Because if I was Spo and I'm not, because I'm first off, I'm nowhere as good as, him at basketball and, and don't know anything about X's and O's and videos. So <laughs> that's why I'm using zoom by the way. Uh, no, but uh, if I was Spo and he's, he already, he already said like, or, or people already pointed it out. He looked at that Boston series versus Toronto and said, Holy crap. Boston had no idea what to do with the zone in the long run. And he just said, I'm just going to run this thing right from the get go. If I was Spo, I'm going to go back to that first game in the bubble with the, the, the Raptors and the Lakers. And he basic and Nurse basically nullified AD and LeBron. Again, like you could say whatever about the November game, but that first bubble game, after they already had beat the Clippers and they were ready to go, and he smoked them with, the, uh, with another system. I would not be surprised if uh, Spolstra and his coaching staff borrow a couple from there. And they're, they're, they, they're smart enough to do that. Um, to, to use what they can get. So, yeah, Team Swell, five on five. Yeah. All right, uh, Bam versus AD. Jake, what's your thoughts? I love Bam, and he's a big question mark, and I feel like now he's on everyone's radar, and he's a freak athletically, can play all five. <laughs> but uh, so can AD, and to the next level. This guy's with that wingspan and that height, the one – question mark isn't who's going to step up but i don't think they have a guy that can stop ad there's just no one in the league i don't think so that's like their ace in the hole and it's just a matter of uh whether he wants it and when he's wants it he's either going to get fouled or it's going to be an and one from three or an and one for for a dunk yeah yeah well and and this is where uh, i i know i'm going to bring up nick nurse again because i you know i think we all will every once in a while but you, you, you can't do anything conventional with somebody as amazing as that. You have to throw everything at the book at, at them, right? Everything that's in yeah. every college, high school, elementary school, you know, professional book at them. And the one thing they were doing is swarming multi-swarm zones, right? Like everybody coming from everywhere because there's no way to stop. This guy's got so long, but he, he can't predict where it's coming from. He's like LeBron. He's just aware of so much. You can't just give him a consistent pattern. So, yeah, no, no, it's a good one. Uh, Melvin, Bam, or AD? Uh, AD as well. AD as well. He, um, he's unstoppable. Like, when he's aggressive, he's unstoppable. It's a matter of if he's going to be tentative, um, if he's going to cede to Braun there. Uh, his skills, his three-point shooting, his ability to, like, handle the ball. Like, he was – I think he was a point guard or he was – something yeah. when he was in uh high school um so you could see that exactly <laughs> which that happened to me um you could see that uh definitely um you know when he brings up the ball he's he could he could handle it the entire time so um he's unstoppable if uh if if he if he chooses to be he wants to be yeah First off, y'all are taller than me, so don't complain about being hot, t- uh, short. <laughs> You're all taller than me. And second, yeah, AD did start at six one, I think, when he went to college, and he went pfft, like like to six eleven or whatever. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, he, he's crazy, man. Uh, Mike. Yeah, um, I would say AD, um, just because more also the players that that can feed feed the ball to him. 
right? Like uh, Bam has, I don't know, in the times that I've seen Bam, like, yeah, like as Jay said, he's, he's very athletic, he's very agile, um, uh, but yet with AD, uh, he just gets better as like, he has players like Rondo and LeBron, you know, that, uh, those passes, those assists, and, and whatever plays they make for AD, uh, just make him shine uh, all the better and, and have that experience. So that so that's why I would say. That's good. That's good. Yeah, no. Hey, can't deny, man. He's uh, he's a little bit of an alien. He, he he's in Space Jam too, right? Is he? Is it? Is he? I I'm, I think he is. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That that's pretty obvious. <laughs> Rod. He already has the. Uh... He's an eyebrows. <laughs> he has the cartoon. They're like, oh. You want the monsters? Or? He's a monster. He's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just asked you, man. <laughs> hey, at least he's not Sean Bradley in that, like, he, he would be like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Rod? Uh, I'll have to go with, uh, ben. no, not Ben. AD. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly the best out of the two. Um, you know, Bam, he's he's a great finisher, you know, throw him the ball and he's going to dunk it or make a two. But AD can just, he can create. Like, yeah. uh, like no other way that Bam can. Um, so, yeah, it's not, it's not much of a debate there between those two. Yeah, I, I don't think Bam's going to be able to score as much as he did against Boston. Like, Boston had no answer, right? And Lakers have all the, like, all the length. So it'll be, it'll be tough for Bam, but I think he's going to show out, but yeah, not AD uh, right now. Right. So that's good. Uh, next up, Tyler Hero versus the entire Laker bench. Uh, <laughs> I think he scored, Tyler scored in that one game more than mo- the, the Lakers bench averages. I th- I'm pretty sure he does. I should look that up. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, Melvin, go ahead. Yeah, when I think of, you know, the Lakers, I think the two stars, LeBron and AD, scoring all those points. Um, So that's why I think Tyler Hero will, um, you know, do better just because he, there's not, the it's more against the Lakers bench than it is a um, Tyler Hero thing, I think, if anything, uh, for me. Um, I am surprised by how Hero has been playing. He's, you know, been great. Um, He has that confidence. He has that swagger. And just the 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 um the ability of um you know using his last name as a pun like hero ball or whatever else um you know he can't write that stuff so exactly so um yeah i think uh tyler hero versus a bench you know what that kid like he obviously came from kentucky so it's not like he came from like a division two school right like he was definitely he had, like he he had some chops right from the get go, but I can't think of a comparison. Like, do, do you have any? Like, let me like ask you guys. Like, who can? Is there a comparison to him in the league that you can think of off the top of your head? I, I can't. Like that style, that like his confidence at like a rookie. I honestly can't think of who's done what he's doing at a rookie. All I could think of Small is slasher. Porzingis. <laughs> Just Porzingis, like the way he came into the league. And he didn't really care. He had confidence. Even Don Donkic, I yeah. guess, even. Like yeah. they just have that confidence and you know, they don't care. Like they're they're stepping up to anyone. It doesn't really matter if they Well, I yeah. I would even say like even like think about the slingers that are in the league, right? Like on the Lakers, you got JR and like formerly Swaggy P and Dion Wade. Okay, maybe Dion Waiters, 
maybe a Deion Waiters, but as a rookie, Deion Waiters was nowhere this consistent, okay? Yeah. He was just like, whatever, I don't care. There was nobody on my team except for Kyrie Irving, right? Like, he's, he's – Tyler Hero is, like, calm, collected, follows, follows, the, like, follows the team, take, but takes control, doesn't do crazy shots, and he just follows the flow of the offense. He's not trying to take it over. They're just giving what the offense gives them, and he's a rookie. I can't think of any many rookies who've done that who's not the star. It's like yeah, not in not in terms of of being a rookie. I don't. Th- I think this is unprecedented yeah. in terms of style of play, shooter, but slasher. I'm thinking uh, like old school Charlotte Rex Chapman, who oh. was the three point champ, but also could fly and also was going for dunks. Um, but he's a unique guy. He's part of the new breed that wants to shoot from unlimited range and is not afraid to take it in against the big guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty impressive. And he has that in-between game. So it's yeah. like Rip Hamilton in-between game where he's dropping shots just outside the key all around as well. Yeah. Or he loves that little free throw jumper. And uh, it's money. Fuck yeah. Well, he's found that gray zone, man. That's what some people are saying. If you just you, you get good at twos, you're gonna be in this league forever. Yeah, uh, Rod. I'm actually gonna take the Lakers bench. I pulled I pulled them up on the screen here. So their, their, their bench is either McGee or Howard, and then they have Kuzma, Rondo, Caruso, and uh, possibly Morris or Keith. And that's pretty decent for uh, for the finals. I mean, none of them are world beaters by themselves, but they all have different uses in uh, different situations. Yeah. Um, and I think um, between McGee and Howard, their fouls are going to be useful against Bam. And um, Rondo, like I said, he found new life in the bubble. Like I, I've been impressed with the way he's been playing. Um, so I think each of them will, you know, I don't know if their points total is going to be greater than Harold, but I think in terms of impact, I think it's going to be, it's going to be pretty big. Uh, you know what? Their experience is what I think will be the difference, not in the points, as you said, but they've been like Howard, McGee, uh, not Marquise, Rondo have all been to the finals, right? Caruso, whatever, whatever osmosis he gets from LeBron. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's a good point. Yeah, Lakers bench is it's actually more legit, right? What we said from the get go. Yeah. Mike, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, th- this is where we. This is where we. Once again, where's the? I need a picture of Irvin, like like right here, be like <laughs> like Irvin. Just let's call Irvin in here, and he could be laughing here. Just, just sort of keep I, I can hook that up. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I would actually agree with Rod. Like. Uh, I mean, yeah, Hero, he's, he's, although he's, although he's exceptional, I mean, the energy, the, the energy that the, the, the bench Lakers bring, right? It's, it's, uh, even though they're even short, like I could think of Caruso, <laughs> you know, we, uh, he, he just, um, sometimes in D, you know, he'll, he'll strip the ball, you know, without, and he won't, he won't give up on the, on the play, right? Um, uh, yeah. Forgot about Marquise Morris. You know, sometimes you know he's he's kind of scary. <laughs> It'd be funny yeah. if Marquise and uh, Marcus decide to switch places just for a little bit. You'd just be like Marquise. 
Because I, I don't know why. I feel like their careers, they decided to switch places partway through their careers because Markeith was the one who was scoring like, like the better one. And then like when Marcus went to Detroit, he suddenly got like way better. And Markeith just fell off a cliff after he went to Washington. And I'm like, what happened, dude? And, yeah. and I'm like, you guys switched places, didn't you? Um, yeah. Uh, Markeith is like, Hey bro, I, I I just I'm not feeling. Can you just switch places with me? All you need to do is spot up in the corner and just shoot threes and play some defense. That's all. It's like just 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 don't say anything to LeBron and he won't know any different. Just say yes or no to him. <laughs> Parent trap three over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's a good debate. You know, Tyler has shown some um, you know, crazy pops and not just since that Boston game, but like the whole playoffs. And uh, hey, I'll, I'll give the Lakers bench credit once again. Like I didn't think. Like, they're not even using JR and Dion, right? It's the same bench they had in the regular season. So, I, I give them credit for that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's true, but I, I've seen those posts that says Dion, interestingly enough, may get a ring no matter what. Yeah, man. Really? <laughs> you think he was on Miami long enough where they would consider giving him a ring if they win, and if Lakers win, he'll win with them. Because he was on yeah. Miami long enough where if they want to, they can give him a ring. Yeah, I, I don't think – I think Mr. it's the Cup, same way we gave Valanciunas that year, right? We should have given – okay, first off, Jonas, we should have given him. Jonas, CJ, and Alon, they didn't get a ring, right? We should have given them the ring. That is – I hate to say it. Like, I love the Raptors organization. That was one of the biggest, like, screw-ups they ever have done. Um, that's just my opinion because every game mattered. Every game mattered. And if uh, – I'm just going on a slight soapbox rant here. But every game mattered and – and you can't say that them helping us win just two more games because we had game seven in, at home against Philly because all it took was two losses and we would have uh, not had home court advantage. But anyway, off my soapbox. <laughs> I, going back to Dion Waiters, Mr. Gummy Bear Waiters, he's probably an exceptional dude, but I would be shocked if he were that nice Mr. for Mr. Gummy Bears. Um, <laughs> Okay, next up. Two more to go. Uh, we talked about this briefly, so we could probably skim through this quickly. Dragon versus Rondo. Mike, who do you got? Uh, Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Just because, uh, hey, my wife's half Slovenian, so I got to support the Slovenians. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. so bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I, oh. Otherwise, Mike's sleeping on the couch. If he doesn't choose. <laughs> <Man>. Dragon. <laughs> but, and I actually visited Slovenia. Really, really awesome culture. Um, but uh, <clears throat> every time I saw uh, the dragon even face us, it's just like, you know, uh, anywhere he's at, he's running the floor. He's, he's getting that bucket in no matter what, right? Rondo, he, I mean, he's surprising. And as, as everyone has mentioned, he's really stepped up in, in these series, um, you know, going back to no passes and, you know, and making assists out of nowhere, which is great. Yeah. But I think uh, still intensity. Uh, I think I came across a YouTube uh, um, a clip that says, why the NBA players hate Dragic, right? And <laughs> really? You guys watch know. that? I'll find it. I'll I'm gonna find it. You gotta send that over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, and then and then the thumbnail is him with all these like uh, I don't know bruises and puffy eyes and stuff like that. <laughs> they keep on elbowing him, but I mean, then that's gotta say something, right? Like he's 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 stirring in a in a in a good way, I guess. So it'll be interesting um, uh, to see him in the finals. 
to what he does. Yeah, you know what? It's it's going to be a battle, and I'm looking forward to that. That's the one I'm definitely looking forward to. Rod, what do you think? Dragon or Rondo? Playoff Rondo 2.0. Future Hall of Famer, potentially. Future, potentially. I don't know about that. but In the words uh, of Kendrick Perkins, who is the ultimate talking head at the moment. <laughs> he thinks Rondo's a Hall of Famer? Really? <laughs> uh, I like a good story. I like a good story. And apparently, if Rondo wins the championship, he'll be the first person to win it as both a Laker and a Celtic. So for that, Boom. For that, I'm taking Rondo. <laughs> and plus he's been he's been to the championship you know he knows what it takes uh, once you're there yeah he's, you know he was one of the he became part of the big four in boston yeah um, outside of the big three he was like he was the guy that kind of held them all together um, yeah so i think you know he'll make an impact in this series um, yeah, no, he he has the chops, and uh, he's been itching for it, right? That's why LeBron wanted him, right? So he took a pay cut, so, yeah. Melvin? Um, I'm going to say Dragic. Uh, Dragic. Um, you know, those those lefties, something about them that, you know, they're just unstoppable for some reason. It's like everyone, everyone forgets that uh, they're left-handed, and they kind of give them that lane, so... Um, you know, it's, uh, he's crafty. Um, I guess that's the word that we use. Um, very crafty. Um, and you know, he has that kind of ability, like, like you guys said to, uh, get under people's skin. So, um, I think he'll, he'll do that. Um, and he'll, um, I think he'll just make some plays like driving, um, kicking out all that kind of stuff. He'll, he'll definitely be able to, uh, to get through that defense, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a dragon. <laughs> he's gonna slip through. Jay, finish us finish us off. Dra- dragon or Rondo? Dragic or Rondo? I'm gonna say Dragic. I'm not gonna call him Dragon because there's only one dragon. <laughs> <laughs> he like water, um, my friend. Um, but I do think uh, yeah, Dragic is super strong, super aggressive. And he always has the bruises and black eyes because he really gets into <laughs> – when he's playing defenders, he gets into them. He got elbowed how many times in the series, last series? Uh, yeah. All because he's getting into their space, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, no fear. And if he frustrates uh, Rondo – but Rondo's also a, a mosquito that frustrates everybody and holds and pulls. And, so it would be interesting because they're both that same kind of uh, annoying player. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, though they're they're carbon copies of each other. So, and we already talked to, I already talked about how I thought about it, but yeah. It's good that's going to be a true side battle. That's going to determine it all. All right. Last one uh in terms of the fast 5 on 5. And I'll also sidetrack I'll also double it up because we're going to talk about this later, but we're going to max save some time here. We got the Kalo award cuz the Rod and Jay knows this one. The Kalo award. <laughs> For who's going to will their team to victory? Is it going to be LBJ or Jimmy Buckets? Let's start with Rod. As much as I'd love to pick Jimmy for this, I got to pick LeBron. You know. Caruso? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alex. Alex. Ernie's son. <laughs> you got you to gotta go with LeBron here. You, gotta, you know, he just. He's the most accomplished player in the whole in between the two teams. You know, he's been here 
he lost a lot of times. <laughs> He's lost the finals enough times that he knows how to win it as well. Um, yeah, I know. I know Jimmy wants it as well, but I don't think there's enough coffee in the world to <laughs> <laughs> take him past LeBron. <laughs> hey, maybe if you get some ship uh, some from Jimmy's up here, you know, you might get a little extra boost. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's. Oh, actually, you know what? Maybe that didn't help him at all because they did the Philly lost that series. So never mind. <laughs> no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Who do you got? LeBron so, James or Jimmy Buckets? So it would be LeBron, but I'm rooting for Jimmy. <laughs> that's a. But yeah, you can see you can see his drive. He's he's got something to prove for sure, for sure. So he'll stop at anything. And who wants to stop that freight train, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hundred miles per hour. That kind of reminds me of Mike. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say LeBron. We got we we, we got to get Mike uh, Mike A to come for the the next one. Uh, but we'll talk about the topic next time. I just gotta. I, I think I gotta give him like ten days notice. Because to be fair, he's probably at work. <laughs> yeah. uh, Melvin or he just doesn't want to talk. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll blur out your face, Mike. Don't worry. We, we there's 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 apps for that. <laughs> so I guess like everyone said, you know, I'm I'm rooting for Jimmy for sure. Um, but most impact would be LeBron. Like he does everything for the team he's their point guard he's their crunch time leader um probably their best defensive player i would think as well um so he'll he'll definitely even though i guess jimmy is kind of all three of those things too um to his team but uh i think lebron is just more skilled in general so lebron jay what do you think yeah in his 16th season you can go like this too james i know right (laughs) I'll hold it here. You can't see what I'm holding. Oh, it's 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 taking it out. But anyways, it's a uh, Academy oh. Award, <laughs> which I will also give to LeBron for acting like he gets fouled on every single play. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, he has that Tim Duncan yeah. look too. Now he's like the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every play is is uh, to the raft, but. Uh, that's still not taking away that he's been incredible and the leading at this stage, 16th season, um, leading the league in assists. And, uh, and now he's as rested as he's ever going to be to take over. And I just don't see um, him losing four times. Yeah. You know? See, and, and for me, that's a tough part, right? Like, I've seen LBJ do this and this time it's not like a plethora of just like ridiculous scorers. Right. Like it's, they, they don't have a toe to toe for a scoring perspective. Like the heat are a system regardless. The only thing I would say though, and this makes me lean a little, I have to say, I'm going to lean to, I'm going to go against the grain and say, Jimmy, it's not just, they both have the will. Don't get me wrong. The only thing is the heat have, gone through so much more fire and and butler's had to go through so many more heavy wings and i think bill simmons and ryan rosillo mentioned this in their podcast last week lebron hasn't had a heavy wing to face yet and i'm wondering if he's gonna he's gonna get tired out real fast because when you have to deal with jimmy like gutting you all the time or like on defense like he would have had to face it whether it was tatum or jalen brown or butler 
he didn't have to face that. Like Blazers didn't have anybody. They gave up all their wings. Um, the Rockets, dev, they, they didn't have anybody because they had to spread the wealth for everybody. And uh, the Nuggets didn't really have anybody, right? Like no offense to uh, Torrey Craig or, um, you know, uh, Gary Harris. They're just not as big or as and – and by the way, to your point about calls, Jimmy's going to get the calls, right? Jimmy's going to get the same calls LeBron did. Jimmy's lead, lead, like he was near top of the league and leads the, in, in, in the playoffs and getting uh, free throws. So either Frank Vogel and the executives are going to be complaining to the NBA again about foul calls or it's just going to go even Steven. Even Steven. All right. Well, we've reached the end of the pod. Uh, I did have one more question, but I think we can save that for the watching the finals. And uh, uh, I'd rather know, want to know. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, Jay. Who do you think is going to win the 2019-2020 NBA championship? And in how many games? Let's Ooh. start. Uh, this, this is going to be a big one. We can argue all day, but we, let's, uh, let's keep it, uh, it, uh, uh, it child-friendly. Rod, we'll start with three-time. Rod, three-time? Right. Three Don't swear, three Rod. Three-time, no swearing. No swearing. So who do you think is going to win and in how many games? My heart says the Heat, but my head says the Lakers. And I think it'll be in five. Ooh. Lakers in five. Yeah. He'll give one. He'll give one to the Heat. I think that's a, uh, uh, that's a little that's a little generous. Uh, that that that's a. Are you trying to reverse jinx the heat? <laughs> Maybe. Just a little bit. I've been wrong like so many times, so I'm just seeing this one work. <laughs> <laughs> the Heat only lost two games so far this playoffs. No, no, it's 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 good it's good, it's good opinion, right? Lakers have been on a tear. Let's see, let's see what happens. Um, I'll be curious. I think going back to it. Uh, and this was my previous question. I'm curious what they're going to see against a legit multi-purpose zone slash man defense. I I think to your point, they're definitely going to lose one game because of that. Like they're just going to be like, what's going on? And it'll be interesting to see how everybody else reacts and if their shooters are good enough because they're going to need enough shooters, right? Uh, I saw Danny Green hit a couple of shots. Shout out to uh, yeah. D Green. This year? This year? Uh, he actually showed up. He actually showed up. <laughs> you know? hey, hopefully he doesn't turn it over at the uh, at the half court line there. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> hey, shout, don't pressure him. Don't pressure yeah. him. You sure he's still on the <laughs> roster? I don't know. Hey, shout out to shout out to the inside the green room, man. Come on. I, I'll say it once. I'll say it again. I, I got a nice signed uh, camera from them. They they, they got they're a fan. <laughs> I, I got, they got they got a fan for life. Fandom. <laughs> yeah, he's made a fan for life. Uh, a fan for life over here, uh, you know. Um, but anyway, Harrison. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, it's a, it, it, that's a that's a real possibility um, with the Lakers. They're steamrolling right now. Jay, who do you think, and how many games? Uh, I'm I'm going uh, Lakers in six. Six. Mm. Um, it's just because um, when it comes to it, um, there's just no answer for AD. And then there's no matchup for AD. And even if you throw a bunch of guys at him, LeBron just has to turn on the aggression, the aggression, get the calls, and be more assertive when he wants to. And when he wants to, this is the time. He's going to get the calls. He's going to make the shots. And, and as much as I love – 
the team, Miami, and I like Bam, and I like their squad, and I like Jimmy. Um, they were down for seven. What is it? Seventy percent of the series against Boston, they were down. Yeah, they, they were, were down by down double by digits, and and that's Boston. I don't yeah. think Boston's that great of a team. Yeah. So just like that, I think they're gonna. You know, I still I, they're gonna run into a real team. Yeah. That's all. Well, the one thing that I got to give the Lakers more credit for too, um, and I think everybody started to, is they actually brought legit um, defense to this year, like to this squad. They bought in. You know, they, yeah. they uh, hey, do we got a special guest here? Hey, Walter is uh, <laughs> is deciding and bugging me that he's like, yo, yo, he heard LeBron's name. He wants to say, <laughs> he's going with this. He's going right here. He's going right here is the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's uh i think with the the lakers have legit d um and uh it's gonna it, it's gonna definitely test miami's ability to score because if they get behind like they did against boston it's not like they could do like the pick and roll with bam and just get in there easy right because that's what they to- how they tore apart the celtics like celtics couldn't stop bam so but lakers can't so yeah and miami point. uh lakers aren't gonna let a, a double digit lead slip away the same way like you tell me lebron and ad are going to take it easy for 10 possessions straight i don't know i don't see it yeah all right mike your Uh, thoughts who's gonna win can i say this so i yeah i i think it would be lakers in five just because even if they lose um that game against miami they'll figure it out they we've seen it before especially lbj he'll he'll run the shots like he always does (laughs) Um, but I would say this, if, if it's the heat, I would say it's six because, uh, you mm. know, uh, given, given that they also have to, you know, it's with this group, it's, it's a new experience, right? And uh, it'll take some time for them to you know, figure out the Lakers. Um, and and, and I'd, I'd say for them, it would be more of a mental game because it's, it's like, we're in the finals this is great. Um, uh, but, uh, but to, to really focus and, uh, and, uh, what's, what's that word? They're in, you know, they're in it to win it, if you want to say. So, yeah. um, that's what I would, yeah, those are my choices. I, I agree with you that there's going to be one during the headlights game and it's probably just, um, normally I would say it's game one, um, but there's no crowd. Like if they were playing at Staples, I would bet that game one would go to the Lakers. But since there's no staples, like I think the first couple, like there's, there, there's the first couple games are going to be really even. And there's going to be though, like that, you know, in the words of Charles Barkley, that sphincter tightening kind of moment <laughs> because it's the, because it's the finals that is going to, yeah. Like that's going to cost them maybe one game. So we'll see. Uh, Melvin, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm going with Jay here, Lakers in six. Mm. So I think the Heat will take game one. Um, they're going to mess them up with the zone and the three-point shooting, and Lakers will just have to figure it out. And then I think they win an elimination game as well. So Butler will kind of will them to one of those wins, and then Lakers will close it out in six. So that's my Damn. prediction. I'll be completely so wrong, though, and it'll be like Miami in four. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're all hoping. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, 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 you know, all, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, of all the, the, the all the statements of MJ versus LBJ, right? The, 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 the thing about never getting swept or never losing in the first round always comes up, right? The, the yeah. biggest of ironies would be if you got swept in the finals, but I, I don't think, I don't see that happening. He's just too good. Um, but for me personally, I I would I, I I like I was super impressed with Miami how they played and I'm just gonna go with the system ball this time, and LBJ is so smart he's gonna figure it out so that's why I would do I'm gonna do Heat and six because I think there's enough Heat yeah Heat and six there's just gonna be enough system thrown their way that is gonna fudge them up I I just think there's just I cannot. Like, if anything, I, I, I'm here's the homer in me again. The Nick Nurse syndrome. If, if <laughs> Spolstra isn't throwing every situation at the book at these guys, then I don't, I like, I, I don't know what you're doing. Because this, this is a clear example where if you, uh, if you make this team uncomfortable, this is how you beat them. Every team was just doing the same thing over and over again. And eventually they'll figure it out. Like, Denver, throw it into Jokic. They'll figure it out. Like, they eventually figured it out. Throw the white on him, right? You got to make them keep thinking and thinking and thinking because they can't think anymore, right? Like, there's just – you got you, – you know, LeBron is going to figure it out. He's always going to, you know, T-1000 that shit on you. Excuse my language. Oh, damn it. This better not get flagged. Um, <laughs> but he's always going to figure it out. So, you just got to keep throwing stuff at him. And Spolster has the arsenals to do it. So, hopefully – like – but that's that's just me thinking, like overthinking it from a coaching perspective. In the end of the day, you got to get done. I don't think he done. can do it. I don't think he can do it for four games. That's all. Well, I know Spolter can come he up. Can do it for a full. Yeah, I, I think he can come up with schemes. It's a matter of his team can execute it, right? Yeah. Like going back to like box N one, like throwing it out there for the first time in an NBA Finals game. It's like, uh, okay. Oh, that's amazing. But you can't a. That's not going to phase LeBron for the whole game. Yeah, no, no. You, but they can't do what they did to Celtics. They can't play the same 3-2 or hybrid 2-1-2 zone the whole game because yeah. LeBron will pick that apart. That's why yeah. if he's, he's smart. You just got to keep throwing different things at it, different things, different things at it. Because Bam can't sit in the middle. He's going to get fouled. He's going to fall out. He can't, you can't let him sit in the middle like that. He's just going to fall out. But is there enough – there's not enough shooters. Why could – I? how come the Heat can't do boxing one on Lakers? Who on the well, Lakers the can shoot? That's the, that's the big thing is that we know with AD and LeBron, we're going to get 60 points. So where's yeah. the, where's the other 50 to 60 points coming from on that bench? And I was impressed by Caldwell Pope, who I hate as a oh. player, but he's making yeah. threes. Yeah, and I'm like, how is this guy hitting big threes? Yeah. And, and as much as I don't like Dwight, he was making big defensive plays and no second shots because he's grabbing boards. So there yeah. wasn't secondhand opportunities for Jamal or any of the scrappy guys. Yeah. But the, the thing Miami has going for them is that there's a lot of big question mark guys that they can't have studied a lot on. Like Hero is one thing to know when you play him once or twice, but they have no idea how he, good he is in terms of his moves and Duncan Robinson. So there's some guys that if they step up, they can make it interesting. Yeah. And Myers Leonard – um, as much as he hasn't played, that's a big body to throw against those guys on that side too, you know. Well, and shoots threes. So, yeah. So, so th- this is my kick up with the Heat. If I look at the Heat team, there's nobody in the West who is similar to what the Heat are. Like they don't have nobody. The Nuggets, the Blazers, the Rockets, they didn't have anybody who was running around shooting threes. Like Duncan Robinson, like you were saying, 
He's going to run around forever. Who, who's going to cover him? Like, that will be well, Danny Green, uh, usually. That's, or Caruso. Or super Caruso. Athletic, but Caruso, you would, put on, you would put him on Tyler Hero, though, right? Because yeah. you don't want him to break. So, I don't know, right? Well, like, to your point. Kuzma has the length to be with one of those guys. Yeah. Um, but it's more a matter of who on the Lakers, because Danny Green hasn't been stepping up. Um, Rondo has. Kuzma has in, 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 you know, in spurts. But that's the only thing where if the rest of the people don't show up for the Lakers, it could make LeBron and 80s even harder. Like there, because if yeah. you think about 30 each, that's, a, that's already a lot. And that's only 60 points yeah. out of the yeah. 120. You know? Yeah. Well, they don't have anybody to like go off like Mr. Hero. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> who, who can be your hero all day? At least that's the part that I'm hoping will make it interesting. But hey, I just you know what? See it. Bubble ball. Every every. It's. Yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting. Like, there. Like, I think every series had like home court didn't mean anything. So it's been every. There at least thirty percent of the games came down to like the last couple minutes, or some crazy yeah. number like that. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So we're finally here. The end of the two thousand and nineteen two thousand and twenty NBA season, in a season of unprecedented, you know, uh, uh, happenings not only just in the NBA, but in the world. Um, and also just a quick recognition of the message that the NBA is, you know, want, uh, you know, continuing to uh, remind everybody about and that there needs to be more um, social equality and social justice in this world, just to remind about that. Uh, it's been a whole new world. And now we're here. Los Angeles Lakers versus the Miami Heat. Some big franchises with some big things on the line. LBJ versus Jimmy Buckets. I'm hoping you're all excited as I am. Except I wish it was the Raptors, but that, that's for something. <laughs> so, last so word. Oh, sorry, go ahead. So, I guess we're going to see you at the finals wrap-up? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, could, no we, we need to get – I'll see if we can get everybody. I'm going to just type it up beforehand and try to get everybody, uh, like, uh, try to get, get Ollie here. What's Ollie doing, man? Ollie's so young. Why is he here? He, he's a child. He should have. He should have been here. Come on. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll book him later. Zoom shy. Ollie, Mike A is zoom shy. Yeah, Ollie. If you're listening to this, you're coming on the next one. No, you know, no, no questions asked. It's like, come on, you're young. It's not too late. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it, it's been an it's been an it's been an epic season. Um, you know, and it's uh, it's got about to end in an epic way. So it'll be great. Um, any last thoughts about this uh, NBA season uh, before we start off these finals? Rod? I got to say, I've enjoyed this bubble much more than I thought I would. Like basketball in summer, I mean, who's going who's gonna to sit home and watch uh, basketball day with no fans in the stands? But it's me, I guess. Because <laughs> I was there oh. pretty much every game. <laughs> I yeah, think I've no, watched more was... basketball than I did during like past year. So it's, yeah. It's yeah. easier that everything was on East Time Zone, man. I didn't have any yeah. 1 a.m.s. <laughs> yeah. Jay, Joe. I'm just looking at the uh, current Vegas odds. Me and Melva always take a look. <laughs> Lakers by four and a half right now, game one. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So it's in that in between. Mm. So, you know, Vegas still has the Lakers winning for game one. Um so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm really interested to see this series for sure. So it'll be, what do they have the total at? 
Um, the total they have at 218. So they think it's high scoring as well. High scoring. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. high for two defensive teams. Yeah. And playoffs. So, yeah. That's Obviously, I'm going with the under game one. <laughs> <laughs> That's your uh, Joe's tip of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That with, uh, with the Thursday night football. <laughs> Um, I'm going to parlay that. <laughs> yeah, Melvin Parlay, they call him the Parlay Kid. Uh, man, um, actually, like, yeah, this season, like, crazy between, you know, we had our – do we have our fantasy team fantasy draft this year? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, so just thinking back to kind of the fantasy draft. Um, going to win that. And then everything completely went away. <laughs> and now this bubble, which reminds me of the NCAA tournament – slash Big summer league it's like a little of both so no yeah. home court advantage no anything weird seeing celebrities on video like little wayne i think was there one time yeah. and a bunch mm-hmm. of guys um so yeah seeing who, who those fans are like who those celebrity fans are um but it's been it's been cool like this this bubble has been awesome awesome to watch and like you said like i've been able to watch most games or at least up until the Raptors lost, um, because uh, because it's been Eastern Time Zone, so no staying up for me, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, thank you for staying up a little bit longer. Same with you, Mike. Mike, what are your thoughts? Last thoughts? Um, yeah, it, it, in the beginning, it was it was odd because it almost felt like a, I I was watching an Olympic game in a video game, but then uh, once you got used to that, what was neat is the Oculus. Um, the Oculus view, you know, whenever it- Yeah, the camera, the little oh. pan. So yeah. it was cool because uh, when it was in real time, it's it's really interesting to see how fast they really play, right? It's, it's it was amazing. I, I don't know, I haven't been privileged to be that close to any of the games. So, uh, um, so yeah, so it was, it was really cool. Um, yeah, just kind of sad to, to see the raps, uh, you know, lose that early, but uh but still looking forward to uh, to this finals and can't wait for January if that's when it's going to start up again. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't know. Cross your fingers, but um, you know it's uh, it's been an incredible uh, capper to the crazy NBA season. Uh, it's been like all of you said, fun to watch, different, uh, easier to watch with the Eastern Time Zone, back to back games, games all the time. Forced me to buy the cable package again. There you go. Uh, but it's it's been worth it. And it's been a reminder um, of how competitive these folks are. And, yeah, the fans are great at the arenas. And it, and, it, and, and honestly, it, it can't, if this thing has shown anything, it actually does make a difference when you, when you have that extra oomph of energy uh, with the fans. But, man, seeing them, like, I wish they had turned down the, the fake audio, to be honest. I wanted to hear them yell more. Like, uh, but other than that, like oh, – yeah, the passion. I have no doubt. There. If we if it was regular and we had our crowd, I have no doubt we would have went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, oh well, it's you know lesson learned, and um, either way, it's going to be an epic final. We're going to enjoy it. The NBA final starts Wednesday, September thirtieth. I don't forgot the time. That's so bad of me. That's that's the only thing I can write down. <laughs> at night. Yeah. At night. Yeah. It's probably like eight eight or nine nine p.m. for the West Coasters, right? Or like like prime time. Eight thirty. Eight thirty probably. Okay. At eight thirty, I'm guessing on ABC or uh, you know 
a TSN or Sportsnet if you're in Canada. But either way, nine. Darn it! Okay, eight thirty pregame. That was right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, thank you very much, Rod. Three time. Appreciate you always. You know, uh, kicking us off. Really love it. Joe, Joe, Jay, two time. Love the two back time. to backs. And uh, please go check out Joe's new black and uh, check out the drop. Melvin, congratulations. Thank you for making the time, spending the time with us at this, uh, this evening block and uh, making your first trip here. You'll be known as back to back on your next one. Please convince your brother to come too because uh, we all need to see his uh, lovely face. Michael, thank you very much again. Uh, I know it's not easy. Uh, you know, you're, you have to give all of the responsibilities, abilities to the CEO of your house and you're gonna owe her for that later. But uh, I promise I got your back if you need anything uh, when this whole situation <laughs> dies down. But really appreciate you, congratulations again. And please, please come back and tell your brother to get here. He's so young, he's making the rest of us feel even younger. I'm like, he's like an old man. But uh, as, as always, it's a pleasure to have you as guests of the Continental. Uh, for those of you watching, please comment, like, subscribe, email us. We all want to hear what you think if you have a chance to watch it and uh, let us know your opinion. But please enjoy the NBA Finals and have a blast. We'll see you again at the Continental. Thank you.